All right, guys, welcome again to another episode of Nerds and the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and local events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have your host, Tony, and who do we got today, bro? Nick is nice. Nick is nice? I feel nice. You feel nice? nice? Yeah, let's call me that today. Nick is nice? I feel like I've used it before. Who cares? I think you used it twice already. That's right, because I like to be nice. No, you don't. I want to be nice. <laughs> you want, you want. It, it's a goal. <laughs> it's of a mine. goal of yours. <laughs> Is your two, 2020 New Year's resolution to be yes, nice? To be nice. To be nice. To be nice. All right. So, how's everything been? How's your week been? Uh, fast. Fast? Like, it went by? Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I, I honestly feel like the it was not even this weekend. I felt it was last weekend already. Like, it's it's just the week. My weeks have been jumping like days. Oh, really? That's what I feel like. like. The month is already gone. That's so. what I'm saying. We're in it. We're in the new year. That's it, yeah. Damn, but look how much stuff has happened. Not even not even the first month of the year. Yeah, a lot. A lot has happened. Uh we'll just take uh, uh our condolences to the to the families that got lost at the flight with the helicopter flight with yeah. uh Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and I think there was a college coach. Yeah, there was eight like nine people. Eight well nine including nine including the pilot, yeah. Yeah, so even the pilot's family. Our condolences goes out to them, but just a lot of a lot of stuff happened in the past month. It's scary, the, and, and it's less than a month. It was like twenty five days. That's what I'm saying. It's scary. It's like uh, what was it? The first thing you hear about the next day, the possibility of war. Yeah, and then then I mean the fires in Australia, and then uh, all these different things. And then wasn't that thing I last heard last week was the the virus in the China? Corona, yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, which is basically closing down. I think seventeen cities or something like that. Yeah, or counties or something. Con- it's just, it's, either way, it's like. I mean, when was the last time you heard of a plague? Oh, it's, well, they they always give scares every no, year. They do, but like, but this one, I I don't know how it is. From what I'm hearing, it's serious because if they had to cl- close down cities, yeah, cities, it's, it's well, it's just it's like what was it that you told me the other day, which I think is kind of messed up. But it's funny. I mean, it's messed up, but it's funny. Um, that you said that if you look at the those games, what was this, it? Oh, all right, so yeah, all right, guys. So this is a game called Plague, and the whole objective of the game. Is to uh, eradicate all world population. So you pick, you name a disease, and you pick it, and you pick what kind of strand it is, and how detectable it is, how is it transmitted, the strength, and what's the effect. So the more, the longer you go in the game affecting people before it could cause any signs of sickness, and uh, before you get before this like the virus gets detected and gets a cure. So your job is to get world, just eradicate the whole world. And then and I told you when we were talking about it, I'm like, it's crazy because the game, the number one spot you want to hit, if anything, if it were ever to happen, would be China because it's one of the most highly po- populated places in the world. And those, uh, so many travelers come in and out of China because of all the locations that they have for airports that it could easily spread. And then we see this, and I was like, wow, that well, is crazy. You know what's crazy? I just had the thought process of, um, especially somebody like me who grew up in the in the 80s watching, like, all these movies. Because my, my yeah. nerdy movies and sci-fi movies are, like, <laughs> you know, not only limited, but they're they're very specific, right? So the movie that comes, comes to mind right now is War Games. Oh, yeah, with uh, Matthew, Matthew uh, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. When he was a kid. Yeah. Um. So Matthew Broderick is this kid who knows how to do computers, and he plays a game with a computer, not realizing it was an actual like computer that controls the missile guidance system of the countries or something like that. 
So imagine that's imagine that ever happened. Like we're like, like somebody found a some kind of viral the the you know system where they they literally can launch a plague and he thinks it's a game. Yeah, this is crazy. It's, it's crazy. You know what other what other movie does mm. that did that was uh, Ender's Game. Oh, I know that was he, just messed up. That, yeah, th- he thought he was in a, in a training no, that, training simulation. It's like no, it wasn't. Well, no, they literally made him believe. They told him it was his final. They told him it was, was a it, game. yeah, just a simulation. And at yes. the end, the last the last uh, fight that he had, which you, which I don't think one thing I don't get going yeah. into that is that um, I don't understand why they didn't do two or three because it was supposed to be a trilogy originally. And I just think like my problem is I mean okay so in the movie I loved in this game I really did enjoy it I loved the character because I like that that like that mindset that logical mindset um I just don't think the way that they did it like and the funny they had great actors they yeah. they didn't lack in actors they didn't lack in, in storyline I just think that they their their ultimate way that they put it together felt I, I don't know for me felt a little rushed yeah and I think ultimately caused them. Because they didn't build the fan base that they wanted, the the book had the fan base, but the movie didn't develop the fan base it wanted to see. And that's that's another thing that there's a lot of movies that fall into that because if they don't demand, if the first movie does not demand the the even though they're good, even though they're interesting, if they don't create the fan base, they're not going to do the sequel. So remember, um, was it Aragon? Aragon was good too. Yeah, Aragon or remember uh, four, four. T- yeah, they're not half bad movies they're not horrible movies but they didn't create a fan base based on the first movie so they just let let the projects go and it sucks because then people that actually watched it and maybe want to watch a sequel are, are left, entertained by it yeah they're, they're left, left with like back, yeah. that sucked so that's yeah and those games so what do we got what's going on aside well, from all the travesty oh yeah i know uh well one thing we learned just recently was uh the movie uncharted mm-hmm. uh with tom holland Okay. Got delayed. It was supposed to come out this year tw- in December. So the movie is complete. Uh no, the, it's it's still in the works, but they had they they were aiming for a December 2020 release. Okay. Um but the director Travis Knight um dropped out. Why does that name sound so familiar? Travis Knight. Um I'm trying to remember what movie. Let me look it up while you Travis Knight. I don't know. Well, I, I... while we look it up, well Travis well the situation that was that Travis Knight uh, wasn't able to was having conflicting um, scheduling with Tom Holland because he was in the process of doing the Spider-Man Venom movie. Oh wow! So, so he, but that's because that wasn't he supposed to do like a guest star appearance or it was like he he a major part part of the role? Uh, he's supposed to play uh, the main part, Tom Holland, Drake. Hmm? Drake? No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, let me go back. In the Venom movie, I thought he was just doing a cameo. I think he's gonna have a bigger role because he's gonna start. They're gonna start tying into that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to figure it. I'm trying to see how what is gonna what's gonna be his uh his in for that. But with but who they have up for um oh wait he did oh Travis Knight did uh Paranorman Bumblebee he he was the animation director for uh, Kubo. And the two strings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a lot of animation. He had quite a bit of animations. Yeah, well, the last one was Bumblebee with the most recent one. Is that the one with uh, the girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that one, actually. Yeah. So, but now they're they're in, in um, they're eyeing Ruben um, Fleischer for the guy that did Zombieland as the director to take, to take the role for, uh, to do Uncharted. 
Well, I don't know. I have obviously we don't have a, we don't have a po- well recent history doesn't have a positive spin on directors taking over each other's projects like that. Yeah, but he, all right. Here's the craziest thing is that mm-hmm. um, this movie has been in the works since 2008. So it's See, it's, yeah. it's been passed through two, a lot of hands. But movies that end always like that. It feels like they're not gonna they're not gonna make the money back that they like. Because I feel like at that point, movies like that end up falling short because then you probably have multiple writers, multiple directors, and multiple different things where it doesn't feel like it's a constant tone. Yeah. And I feel like once they had, I guess, a move, a director, writer, and like star, something scheduling happened. So somebody had to drop out. So somebody had to pick up whatever. And it just, it just kept passing through hands and hands that now it's been like almost 12 years. See, that's what I'm saying. I think at that point, you might as well just abandon the project. 12 years, man. Tom Holland was, what, a baby? What the, like, Tom Holland was, like, in his 12 years old or something like that. No, he's, like, 20, how old is he, 25? Okay, he, okay. I'm not, I'm being ridiculous, obviously, with his age, but regardless of the fact, 12 years, that man, that man is in, is still growing. What I mean is, in 12 years, you're going to be able to see the difference between, if he started in the project when it first started to when it ended, like it's gonna look a little bit different. Yeah, he's twenty three. Twenty three. That means he would have been twelve years ago. Yeah, so he's like he would have been, been like 10, 8, 11. Ex- so there you go, ten. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm thinking he was old for something. From no, I mean he looks like he were, like he looks like one of those because you know, Hollywood well, does a, that. They had somebody else. Mm. They had a few other people prior to that. I, I, I wouldn't say they probably had Tom Cruise, but that's like in the early, early, early stages. When, because does, does it okay? But here's my question: Does the the whole point of these things is to try to capture the fanfic fan fave of the the games? Right? Yeah. At this point, doesn't even have it. It still does. I'm. I mean, it has a fan base, but I mean, I feel like those because there's some classic games, and then there's certain games where it's like it has a fan base at the time, but that fan base goes to another move, project that's similar. You know, depending on the project. So, like, I, like I don't know. I feel like those, like for example, I'm a huge fan of Event Horizon. Is Event uh-huh. Horizon? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think that there's a, such a huge Event fan. Horizon that a movie? No, no, no. What is the movie? What game am I thinking about? Oh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Event Horizon. <laughs> I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah. I mean, I thought the movie would a movie like that would be interesting, but. At this point, it wouldn't really like if they try to like make a movie like that. I don't think it would capture it much. But I know that they just um, for for that one. I know was it last month mm-hmm. or this month at PS4 because you know if you have PS4 Plus, okay, uh, you get a free game. And I think it was the Uncharted series. Okay, you got the whole the whole all three games. I think. I just as, feel like it's gonna it. it's gonna do uh, like the Assassin's Creed and just disappear into nothing. Like, did you even watch Assassin's Creed? No, nah, I knew it was going to be bad. I and I didn't. It's not that I even knew it was going to be bad. And I, even the, I even and I like and I like Michael Fassbender. That's what I'm saying. I'm the first one to watch a bad movie because sometimes you get to enjoy those things, even if it's just because it's so bad. But I it just I didn't hear about it. I barely even knew it existed. And Michael Fassbender again, he's a big actor. He should have been able to. And sell he's that very role. talented. So that's that gets to me too. Some and they look I, like they had a budget. They look like they had a budget oh, to yeah. make a decent movie. So I don't know. Yeah, at that point, it's all the writers or how it's portrayed. Or it's, sold. It, as something, yeah, or even marketing. Mm-hmm. It does affect to that. But, yeah, 
it's getting delayed to March 2021. Right now is kind of the eyeing date or maybe April. Okay. So that's the eyeing date or month that they're looking for to see. But yeah, other than that, the next thing I want to talk about was uh, Fortnite, your game. Oh, my game. What do we got? What's going on my game? All right. So, well, because you don't play the Battle Royale section. Because I get killed every time. Yeah, but it's still fun. Um, recently, they did have the uh, Star Wars crossover yeah, collaboration. I heard about that. So the next one um, they're announcing or they're going to do was uh, Birds of Prey. We're going to have characters from Birds of Prey? Yeah, or like abilities. like part, Most likely they're going to have a heavy Harley Quinn mm-hmm. visual. Um, it, was, it wasn't like confirmed. It was like teased on Twitter because uh, Warner Brothers was like all the ladies of Birds of Prey and then um, Fortnite retweeted that and they were like, Harley, see you soon. Winky face emoji. So people were like, does that mean it's coming over? As well, a crop does that horse? mean it's just going to be a visual like skin or is it going to have abilities that come with it? It's Because I know in the when they had the Star Wars, they had the lightsabers and I think blasters. Mm-hmm. I think this one is like, they're going to have the hammer. You know her, her typical. Yeah, yeah. Her or her bat, technically. Her bat too. Her hammer. Her bat. See, but what about if it has um, uh, what's it have uh, black canary? Oh, like Sonic, the Sonic. Uh, Maybe it might not vocal. be voice. Maybe it's like a gun. That it has like a screen. Yeah, like a Sonic screen. That could be possible. I could see that. I don't know, but it's. I like the fact that they collaborate. They they're trying to do a lot of collaboration very soon to the release of the movies. Yeah. Which I like. Because uh, I know they did one when um, when was it? Uh, Endgame? Not Endgame. Infinity War came out. Well, I mean, as far as adding they, characters. They, that, ha- they had Thanos. That you, well, that's right. Did, yeah. You could get the, the Infinity Glove and you become Thanos. <laughs> and you just destroy everybody in your path. See, but I play, I play Save the, the World. Save and the World. The building... But you don't get the don't, build. You don't get yeah. You don't. You don't get those. It's not a friendly build. I mean, you still have to fight. Thing. You know why I like that part? It's not necessarily because I get killed. Because I get I get killed in my game too. But I like developing things. Like not necessarily just building forts. I'm talking about like developing like weaponry, saving. You know, in that way. But I feel like I mean Fortnite has a great thing, which is you build skill set, which is great. But I like to build. My arsenal and stuff like that, which technically with I don't think Fortnite you can. Like not the not the battle royale, battle royale. You basically get what you get. You yeah. just get better at using it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you don't build, you don't level up your guns. No. Do you either have the degrees of the guns that they have at like either it's a common gun? or So more I mean, I have respect for it because again, I'm designed to build up my weaponry when the battle royale is just de- developing you. Yeah. It's it's, you fun, it's, a better it's cool because, because it's like the same game but two types of two types motivations, of I motivations motivations or uh, b- uh skill set building because yeah. I like that I like the aspect that you could do both yeah but yeah that's pretty much the news going on right now uh well the only other thing that happened this weekend or this past weekend was uh Evo Japan which I had a good time streaming a few games really and watching. So that was fun to watch. Anything new anything coming out of that, though? Uh, I think they are releasing some new skins for Street Fighter V. Oh, wow. Championship Edition. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. 
All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with Nice Nick or Nick Nice. Who are we going? Nick Nice. Nick Nice Corner Movie Review. All right, guys, be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. So let's talk with Nick Nice Movie Corner Review. Okay, so let's start with some trailers. No, of course. That's how we'd always do it. So I want to start off with trailers before I get to the movie that we got to watch this week. Now, uh there was a lot of trailers um that I got to experience. I don't necessarily know what they cut, all dropped. We had to cut down the list because there was a lot of trailers. There was even yeah. hidden trailers that we didn't even know dropped. That yeah, so, like, so I wasn't sure if all these trailers dropped this week, but they're new to me, which yeah. that's I need to talk about some of them because they were amazing. Um, so the one that I actually for no, I know for sure dropped this week was and go ahead. What was the pronunciation again? Vivarium. Vivarium. That's with uh, Emojin uh, Pots and uh, what's his name? The in Zombieland. Wow, I, I thought you would have known his name better than I don't know. No, because I, I liked you in a few movies. <laughs> Uh, he's from like he's from social uh, social network. Uh, I'm trying. He played. Uh, oh man, trying to blank. You know what's uh, sad is I know him like until oh, Jesse you, Jesse Eisen. I, yeah, Eisenberg. until you blanked on his name, I was like had his name in my head, and then when you blanked, I blanked too. I'm like, Ugh. so yeah. Um, I like it. It's interesting because it just seems like it seems like the hell for the boring people. Yeah. Like that's because okay, so the, the 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 if you watch this trailer, it's about a couple that's looking for their a house or their first house together, and they wind up in a neighborhood, and it looks very generic. Like every house looks identical, same color, um, same like color. Stepford wise, Stepford like, yeah. So very boring. So they deal with a, a an agent there, and he was very bizarre. So they just like let's get out of here, but they try to leave and they can't, and is and driving in circles and circles and circles, and they keep on winding up at the house. That was supposed to be for them. So a lot of details. It just basically feels like this is a horror movie made for the mundane. Because like they open up a box and all their food is prepackaged and very specific. Like Amounts. shrimp. Yeah, well, yeah, the shrimp was all cut out, like specific. It's weird. Yeah, it's like each each package was for each yeah, individual. Like everything person. in their life is completely, completely calculated, just calculated and, 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 and structured. And structured and packaged. Um, even even at the part with um when they walk into, like, looking at the house, and they're like, wow, this is a boy's bedroom. It has a crib. And he was like, yeah, don't you have kids? He's like, no. Because they were a young couple, so they were like, we just... Gonna- so it was pre-packaged, it was a pre-ordained, pre-packaged yeah. that they were going to have. A boy. Uh, yeah, so that's what happens in the trailer also, is that they try everything they can to get out. They go crazy. They try to burn the house. And in burning, according to the trailer, burning the house, the house reappears, and they find the box, and it says in the box that if they raise this child, um, they can be released. So the crazy thing is, they, they I guess the child grows fast. So like in only a couple of days, he's already like a, a from the trailer. Yeah, from the trailer, it looks like he's growing up in days. Like he's in like less than a couple of days, he's already he's already like a five year old or something. So, um, but the the child's not normal either. Which the child is like. Like and they're just done. They basically just hate their lives, want out of this whole situation because they have and they have no connection with the child. Um, because the end of the trailer is really funny because it basically ends with uh, Eisenberg throwing the finger at the kid like you little, fr- you know, little whatever, and the kid screams like in pup like you know those old uh, horror movies where they 
they high scream. pitch. Yeah, they the high pitch, like squeal, like yeah, like basically calling out the, you know, the not the normal one or whatever. And then the other, the his wife throws a finger too, like they're like, both done with it. Yeah, so they're basically raising this mutant child that exists in this one little world that's completely prepackaged and so. so when it comes to the mediocrity stuff, I love it because it, you know, it's scary. That kind of stuff. If you sometimes consider your life being the same day, that's, that's my biggest fear. Yeah. Living the same day every day, so prepackaged, so aligned, freaks me out. Like Groundhog's Day? Like if you have to relive well, the day? Well, at least Groundhog's Day, he, he got changed to, it. He got to go crazy and change it. But what I mean is, like just living this modern, like everything me- scheduled, mediocre, repeat like, every day. Yeah, you eat the same place every day. You eat, you drink the same thing every day. You do the same things on the weekends every day. That kind of stuff freaks me out. But so this movie would be your hell. Ah, uh, yes, I think, and it seems like it would. That's I'm, I'm. I mean, this is a pre. Was it? Would you call it a prediction? A prediction. It this. It feels like the this couple might have died, and this is their hell. Possibly. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how the ending. That's that's my fascination with horror movies. Is horror movies always have this a mystery? Horror movies are always this huge mystery because you always want to find out what caused it or what was the end result of yeah, it. Yeah, what's the purpose? Okay, so that's uh, that one right there. Um, okay, so I see that Netflix is releasing a couple of re-releases of uh, some animes that we grew up with. So the one I noticed was Me Too Strikes Back. Me Too. Me Too Strikes it's Back. It's a Pokemon movie. So I'm not too familiar with the original. I probably watched it, but in watching it, I literally don't remember it too well. Do you remember it enough to compare what you it's, saw from the trailer? From to the that trailer, one? it's it's almost a little bit reminds me of the Pokemon, the first movie where mm-hmm. they introduced Mewtwo mm-hmm. and Mew. And it, this is just a CGI 3D like imaging that they did. And it's just a reimagining of the story from, from, from what I remember from the original to this one. It looks somewhat close enough, but I, I think they changed some stories or some lines into it that makes it its own. But overall, just the minute I'm, I saw it, it looks like it's a like almost a remake or reinterpretation of it. What do you think? Because this is my only issue, and I know, and I'll, and this is another one that I'm going to bring up next. Oh, we'll talk similar. about the next one, and then I'll yeah, and I'll, but I'll, just I'll, a, I'll put my two points into it. Okay, so let me bring up the other one, and then I want to talk about something that I know that's that's kind of similar to both. So then we have Ghost in the Shell, uh, CAC twenty forty five. So, yeah. um, so again, it goes back to the same thing where it seems like a, a reimagining of the original Ghost in the Shell, or like a retelling of the story. See, and I was thinking about this when you said that because the only time I've ever liked something like that, that they, that concept like that has happened, and I've really enjoyed it, uh-huh. was uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh yeah, when they did Brotherhood. Yeah, because it was so bizarre because they didn't really like, even though they went a different way with it. It was more like the same characters and everything if they made different decisions. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, well, we're going to revamp how what the villain looks like or uh, what the storyline, something like Total Recall did. Yeah. This was more of like the same story, but what about if they went this way or but they made if that I, decision? If, I, if I'm, I might be totally wrong, mm-hmm. but if I remember correctly, I think Brotherhood was closer to the manga than... Full Metal Alchemist. Is that what that was? Is that why they, they created it? I think people didn't like Full Metal Alchemist, or people were having some issues with it because it, was, it started away from the manga. Mm-hmm. And when they brought back Brotherhood, it was really close. They had their they did their own lane, mm-hmm. but it was a lot closer to the manga than Full Metal Alchemist. 
So that's why people love that one more than. Did they? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I didn't. I don't. That's that's what I loved about the whole thing is that when I think back on it, I actually don't like one more than the other. I love them both equally. almost equally because they, they were both great stories and they were both well told. So I can't really sit there and say, well, that one was better. That one was better. I, I like them both. They both mm. introduced interesting characters and all this stuff. So I don't know. That's my, my take on that one. But so we got that. We, there was Ghost in the Shell and then there was Me Too. Now, I do want to discuss one quick thing about both of those. Now, both of them are, are going to be available on Netflix. Yeah. On Netflix, which I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for Netflix lately because... <laughs> the stuff they're producing is amazing. I mean, everybody's producing stuff lately. I think the next two, I think Netflix two, two is, more you're, you're yeah. talking about are Netflix. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm not sure about that one, but I think they both. But uh, no, I mean, Netflix is is on another level. When it come, if streaming is going to be the next movie makers, like maybe we don't go to the theater anymore. We Only streaming networks produce the best movies. Or something yeah. like Netflix is going to be in front so far. Um. Anyways. So, but I do want to talk about the Me Too and the, the ghost Mewtwo. thing, which was Mewtwo, sorry, the ghost thing was the animation style. I hate it. I did too. And I'm just like, it feels, it feels like that was the most modern thing 10 years ago. Yeah. That's if it, it would have came like. out 10 years ago with that animation, I would have been like, this is ahead, ahead of its curve. That's what I'm saying. It feels like that was the up, the most modern type of animation 10 years ago. It kind of feels like I'm playing a game, video game. Yeah. And I don't know, but when, ever since uh, Netflix came out with that one, uh, Robots Loves and whatever. The Sex Loves and Robots? Sex Loves and Robots, which all the different animation styles. All different. Yeah. I felt like there's so many options for animation styles that could have been chosen for this stuff. And the one, and that maybe it's maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in Japan, that's a huge thing. But I did not care for it. I, no, I didn't care for it. I, I've never been a huge fan of 3D CGI animation. Except for there was been like Beowulf was really good, uh, Final Fantasy movie was really good. There there was a few I could be like, I enjoyed it. But yeah, but the, the one more, you're talking about were realistic. The two that you mentioned, yeah, they were hyper realistic. Were people they were trying to make realistic. This was like cartoon anime, 3D. Like yeah. and that's why I think that well, that's you know what, what? Dropped the ball. Uh, um, Asukra, which is another anime fighter, and Baki. Baki's uh, Baki's a little bit almost on the fence of it, but. Mm. I like the Baki story, but they have the 3D CGI, mm. and I'm like, uh, it's all right, and and I just feel like they should get more into the traditional Japanese anime, well, like, color palette with. Well, it. okay, here's my That's thing. What I, I, like. I think this is why I, I might have figured out why I don't like those. 3D and all that stuff is to make it to make it what realistic, I guess. Yeah. But you're not really trying to make it realistic because you're trying to keep it to look like an anime, so it's kind of like counterproductive in both senses. Like you're making it's almost like. It's not like, like dropping a heavy, a, a, an awesome engine into like uh, you know a smart car, yeah. Like, or are you trying to make the car faster or not? You know, what I'm saying yeah. that's I'm saying like I think that's what it is. You make it three dimensional, but you still want <laughs> to make give sure it a make realistic it, feel, which is supposed to go with the realistic version of it. But yet you make sure it's still an anime, so it's kind of productive thing. Like if you made it where it was a three D stuff and you started to make it look more realistic. Then I can see what you're trying to do. Maybe I like it better, but I, I just and a lot of cartoons I like that though. Like a lot of cartoons that come in with that technology, or maybe they were ten years ago. But I know that a lot of the cartoons exist with that type type of technology. Yeah. So uh, I'm not I'm not feeling it. It I think it's gonna be a while for me to get over it. Yeah. If that I'll wa- I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> you don't have to get over it. It's like yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like, like, like 
Like you, you just gotta like accept you got it. cheated on or something. You gotta accept it and just be like, <laughs> for, like uh, it is what it is at this hey, point. You gotta enjoy for what it is, and if it's yeah. enjoyable for the story, it's enjoyable for A, B, and C. Great. Um, okay, it's so almost the, like the 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 uh, like I told you, it's mm-hmm. almost like the because I got the new phone, the Samsung. Yeah. Like the same thing. I love the phone. I just hate the curves on the end. Ugh. Which I don't like. For me, I, I don't just, even notice hate, it exists anymore. I I know it exists and I hate it. I don't, I don't know why. Why I don't. Know, I like, just do. Okay. Hey, that's to each their own. Yeah, I know. Um. Okay. So the next, uh, the next movie, and this one really shocked me because I love. Like, well, this one I liked, and the other one I loved. But so this one's called uh, Spencer Confidential. Yes. And. Mark Wahlberg and what is the actor's name? The guy who um, from uh, Black Panther and Us, um, he's in it as well. Oh, uh, Winston Duke. So the and movie, Post Malone is in it too, which is funny. And it's funny because the, post, the trailer makes it seem like Post Malone is a is uh, an enemy, but he ends up he actually was a, a friend. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's so uh, it's about a, about a cop that goes to jail for like five years for a crime that he says he doesn't commit and when he gets out everybody's basically coming after him and it's for yeah. something that he knows whatever but it looks like a great shoot 'em up action movie and honestly Mark Wahlberg I, I've seen him in movies he he has made these before it's been a while since he made something where it's more lighthearted like this but still yeah. kind of serious so I loved it I love the trailer I love the, the actors I love how everything plays out it looks like it's going to be Fun to watch and fun. I think it's gonna be a sleeper. What people are gonna sleep on it? Yeah, people isn't isn't. I think it's gonna be one of those movies that that is not good because it didn't even fall in our radar, and is and the trailer's been out for like a, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Like you know how like sometimes like trailers like that Netflix tries to push. Yeah. Like Stranger Things or any other mo- new movies like Sex Education, like because they have a new season that came out. Yeah. They always push up a lot of a lot of uh, ads on even when you go on, on your app or in your on your cable on me on your smart tv or your so computer. you think netflix is coming out with so much stuff that nobody's gonna hear about this no it's, they're gonna come out with it but i feel like this is gonna be like one of those like a month later is gonna blow up because of the just i think it's gonna have it's a lot of good moments i'm hoping it does but i feel like it's gonna be a sleeper i feel like somebody something like you said maybe this is gonna be something you can make a meme from in there yeah and it's gonna force people because it was which movie there was a movie that i remember i did not even hear about oh uh okay do you remember that scene that, that, that there's a scene that goes around the internet with uh um uh cat williams where he's in jail and he's like talking and is and the girl is at the jail with him is trying to convince him that that little that little this little white baby with glasses is his uh, kid yeah i i had never heard about that movie i had never seen anything about that movie and then when i saw that that scene i looked that movie up <laughs> and watched it just because of that scene so it was it was a funny scene so i probably i could see something like that happening um, I hope not, because it's, it's a good movie. And again, Netflix uh, is coming out with this stuff. So the next one is... So that's that's Spencer Confidential. Please so check you, it out. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. That was... Uh, which one? Spencer Confidential. Spencer Confidential. I thought you said something else. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. So the next one is... <laughs> okay, you're going to help me with the pronunciation. What was it? Guns. Akimo. Akimbo. 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 Yes. A-K-I-M-B-O. You know what this reminds me of? Actually, this this next movie? Cause it, I loved it. it. It was just very crazy out there, just like almost nonsense. It kind of reminded me of um, Crank. Yeah, it did. Like a very adrenaline fueled, stylized action. visual stuff like that movie. So okay, it's Daniel Craig. So you got Harry Potter over here. And Daniel I guess, who? 
Huh? You said Daniel Craig? No. I didn't, no. You said Daniel Craig? What did I say? That's Daniel Craig? No. I said, uh, <laughs> you said Daniel Radcliffe, Craig. right? No, you said Daniel Craig. Okay, fine. I said Daniel that. Daniel Craig, Harry Potter. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Radcliffe. Silence. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Okay. I swear I thought I said that. Anyways. Um, so, basically, in this movie, in this world that he lives in, um, there's a game that's on the internet displayed where people get... Uh, they put two, two. They put two criminals. They say two criminals, criminals against each other. Against each other to kill each other in yeah. like open this open world. Yeah. Um. So it's always something I guess he looked at in the background, and next thing you know, he's in it. So the craziest part in this, oh, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. So I guess he gets kidnapped, and when he wakes up, he has these two guns attached to him, and it looks like they bolt his bottom fingers. And his, uh, they, they his, went through his palm and his fingers. Yeah, they and put a le- bolt. And, and just left exactly. the the trigger finger and his thumb. So they bolted his fingers to, they bolted his fingers and his hand to this guns. That I'm guessing it looks like it was also an attachment across his arm, so he never runs out of bullets. Yeah, or like it's easy to, I guess, upload. No, I think he just never runs out of bullets. Did you not see there was a pipe that goes across his forearm? Oh no, I didn't see that part. Yeah, you have to take out the trailer again. So I think that the, he doesn't run out of bullets, or if he does, I don't think he's that quick. Like he has like probably a huge mag. Yeah. Um. So he has to run on the city, and somebody is trying to kill him. He cannot drop the guns, <laughs> and he does not have access to his own hands anymore. So he's just walking around with this gun, these guns attached to his hands, in a bathrobe or something like that. Like and like beer. Fr- uh, yeah, like in like like the little uh, the little fl- uh, flippins, little flippins, whatever. So it's super crazy, adrenaline pumped, very stylized. Loved it, and I cannot wait to watch it. It's funny. And then what if the girl says that that they'll? Oh yeah, because I guess the winner, yeah. they clean out the criminal record. Well, they, cl- they clean out their record. That's the whole thing. They clean out the criminal records, but he doesn't really have one. That they, they did was. Oh, we don't know about. No, they made it seem like that his, he his motivation is that he's trying to save his girlfriend. Yeah. So and he made it seem like when he first approached her, they first introduced it. He's talking about it like it's something that would never affect him because, oh, they only take criminals. Yeah. Except for me. So I'm guessing, based on the way they described it, that he is like an oddball to the whole situation. Or like a, a low-hanging fruit criminal. Like He did something really stupid, and they'd just be so, like, we're going to pick him. So he's basically <laughs> not part of their normal pick, like normal yeah, routine. No, the normal. I, I, bet, I bet because it's, it seems as if uh, they just pick like high-end or very criminals with huge records yeah and he's like they're not gonna touch me i'm i like, just I, I stole a kit kat bar <laughs> no nope. so they put killers against each other but yeah. he's not a killer yeah so and that's probably the that's probably the difference they probably wanted somebody like you know they wanted to throw the game around so they throw, they decided to pick somebody who wasn't killer or like so like low ratings like let's try somebody something new somebody who looks like a, a rabbit running around <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's it's it looks it's look amazing i can't wait to watch that one um so okay those are all the trailers man there's a lot of trailers guys if you ever have an opportunity please check out just trailers because there's so many different ones that are international sometimes they go through the streaming networks sometimes they go through like maybe they're not from this country but man if you see the trailer it might speak to you and that's what movies are movies are a way for us to escape to different worlds and sometimes these worlds are ones they want to go to so Go out there, check trailers out that you wouldn't normally look up because you might, you might be surprised what you find. Yeah, if so, there's one that we haven't talked about yeah. that's out, let us know. We'll check it out. Okay. We'll probably even watch it. Yeah, we're making a list of like, movies to watch. Yeah, movies to watch. Right now, it's, right now, right now we have uh, 
What is it? Detective uh, Detective Chinatown? Yeah, because we saw three? Detective Chinatown three. three, and we're like, man, I want to watch one, 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 two, <laughs> and then Velocipaster, <laughs> which is on our list to watch this yeah. week, or hopefully in the next coming weeks. No, let's, let's do that. Let's get into this movie. All right, please. all right. So oh, okay, man. let's do this. Okay, so guys, the movie of the week, guys. Okay, uh, so the movie of the week. I didn't get. To, I wanted to watch a couple of movies. I think there was a couple that I haven't watched yet. The Gentleman. The Gentleman, which Uncut man, Gems. Guy Ritchie, uh, gangster movie. Cannot wait. But I did not get to watch that one. However, I did watch uh, The Turning because I always love horror movies. I always want to give horror movies a chance. So <laughs> let's talk about it. So. All, All right, right. Let's, let's get into the good points. I'm done. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, that, and that's the part that I I love trying to find good things about movies, but it's just it wasn't okay. So okay, the actors the actors didn't do a bad job, but they didn't do anything that grant that that would have warranted an um, exceptional job. Yeah, you know, it, it came off like a very to, mediocre, to give it recognition. Yeah, they didn't. Like they didn't do anything, so it came off like a very mediocre horror movie. Like you know, they didn't, they weren't particularly like weird or scary or different or or like emotional. They were just very basic. And again, that's not to discredit the actors because I guarantee you, I put those, those same actors, you put them in other movies, they're gonna do brilliant. Yeah. Work. But I felt like in this movie, it was just like nothing, nothing. There was nothing for them to attach to. Yeah, nothing stood out. Exactly. So. That's just the basics of it. So. Well, you know what? No, the only one that I think was uh, that that I think that did well overall mm. was a little girl named Flora. She did well. I think she did exceptionally well. I don't know. I just I, I feel like I'm going to see her in other things that she's there's going to put this to sleep like this. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, as of right now. I just I don't know. I But against uh, amongst the other cast members that she was going against, I, just felt I like thought they, she was better. I felt like the actress had nothing to attach themselves to because that's the thing is, I mean, an actor, that's what they have to do. They have to bring work to life. They have to yeah. bring characters that are given to life. They can't really create. Something that was not given to them. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. can't just create something out of... Out of thin air. Out of thin air. They have to attach themselves to whatever they're given. So I feel like the characters they were given are just very pan, not 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 too much dimension to them. And that's I feel like that's the way the movie came off. And that's the thing is I'm, I feel like I'm going too deep into a, a critique about a, um, a horror movie. But to be honest, the, the reason I'm even going in that is because the honest story, uh, the movie itself... I can't. I, I can't even recommend it. I, no, but that's the thing. Here's the thing. Because when you're talking about horror movies, and you're going deep, that's into it. It's because most horror movies, like I guess most recently, they're they're not so well few, but a lot of them are campy or cheesy. And, and you already know the. I com- love those. You no, know, but it's the thing. You like if you go to a straight slasher movie, you already know the mindset you're going to, so you're not expecting something, something so deep or philosophical or. In any of those aspects, you just like I know what I'm getting into. This one, it came across as like it's gonna be a horror movie, but there's gonna be a lot of different layers into it. If I can compare it to anything, I felt like it was when I was watching. I thought about it. Remember the movie uh, with Harrison Ford with, uh, and I hate to compare it to that because that movie was actually really good. Um, where they were, uh, that his wife felt like she was going crazy because she kept on seeing a ghost, and. Um, um, Oh, what's her name? The movie was really good. I'll, I'll look it up. But explain why. So why did... the reason I was comparing is because the same kind of similar. They go to these people go to this house for the first time, and this is not an actual 
this is a very common story structure in some movies where people go to somewhere like a house or new house and start seeing things that are probably not oh, there. what lies beneath? Yes, what lies beneath. Uh, and they start realizing there's a secret to be uncovered and they figure out that the ghosts have been trying to tell them where they're at the whole time, stuff like that. Where where this one kind of had elements of that, but then it just got weird and confusing because there was multiple ghosts or because they were like all the stories. Honestly, guys, I want to ruin it for you guys because I don't want you to go watch it. That's how bad I felt this movie was. That I don't want you guys to be subject to sit down and watch this movie. Like we did. And I have never felt like All that right, for so if we're going to do that, I'm gonna, let's start spoiling the movie. Well, okay. That's okay. All right, one thing I had an issue with is that, all right, so. He's going to go ahead. Yeah, if we're not going to recommend it, let's spoil it for them so they know what they're, go, they're going into or not going okay. into. No, no, you're right. You're right. It's because, okay. Uh, so the girls, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mackenzie Davis. Did she play Kate? Her her job was to be a tutor. Yeah. For Flora, this chick didn't teach anything. This old, <laughs> I, by the end of the movie, I'm like, every time they they were like, oh, let's start a lesson. She's like, the girls painting. The little girls like painting on the floor. Like I'm just drawing a horse. And I'm like, what are you teaching them? Because she ends up like finding the book of the previous teacher. This girl's like, I taught her geography. We were yeah, like she knew we like were converse- languages. She's like, we t- we went over conversations over French. And like this girl is like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm like, <laughs> where, so, where's the lesson plan? No, here's my pet peeve. Okay, so I don't know exactly what happens when when two rich kids' parents dies because that's the whole point of the movie. These two kids, their parents, they're very extremely wealthy, and their parents pass away. So who is responsible for them? Because the movie made it seem like the only person technically who should have been responsible was the one the woman who ran the house that the, wasn't the 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 nan- not the nanny I don't know she the housekeeper house- I guess she's a housekeeper the hu- yeah she was a housekeeper because she just maintained the house but she's that's what I'm saying technically that's her role right yeah but she didn't have no parental she made it seem like she had no parental authority we can't talk to them they were like but in my head I'm like who can yeah like who can be an authoritarian figure for these kids because they made it seem like there was nobody and I'm like they're super rich kids you telling me nobody's responsible for them. Like it seems yeah. so bizarre that like I don't know maybe maybe I'm just nitpicking. No on no that no, part, it is. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was because so she bizarre. was so hands off with them. Like nobody like that lady the was teachers, so. The yeah. teacher's frustrated with them and she was trying to be authoritative and the lady goes like, you, "No, you're not." And she's like, "Who is?" She's like, "I don't know." <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. So okay, um, okay, let's just go down to what it is that I have an issue because honestly, I would have been, I would have been. Not necessarily okay. It was it was mediocre. I would have been okay until the last like five seconds of the movie, five five minutes of the movie, literally up to that point, because that's where it just upsets you. That's where it just what the hell? Because it doesn't end, guys. There is not an ending to this movie. This movie legitimately has no end. And then you we were like, oh, maybe this just left it ambiguous. For us to determine so, something, but even that, even the, the the setup to leave it ambiguous, there was no ambiguity. They just left it blank. You're like, what am I supposed to make from this? There that's was, what I'm saying. There's ambiguity. No, there's, no, there's nothing for us to attack. That's ambiguity is for a person to create their own ending. I just felt like, I felt like somebody just turned off the TV in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Like, there's no ambiguity to it. It's just like, it, it didn't, they didn't leave somebody in a harrowing situation and then stop so you determine what might have happened that they just ended, guys. And that's the part that I'm just like, why would you do that? And the thing <laughs> is, what's crazy, it wasn't like a new director, a new screenwriter, a new movie producer 
made this to start something. No, this is an old story. Yeah. I'm talking about like this, this is the third this adaptation. Is the third adaptation in film to a book. And I'm not even sure how old the book is, but either way, this is the third time they did this. And in my head, I'm like, this is so popular that they decided to make it a third time, really? Because I couldn't I could not fathom what was so interesting about this storyline that was because even if you don't give me the last part of the movie, the story up to that point was not anything. It was so lost. Was not anything like new, maybe to me, or not anything different. different. Yeah, I felt like that's a typical. It was like a typical ghost ghost story, like like teacher goes or someone goes to a mansion and there's a ghost trying to tell you something. Either to scare you or to guide you. Exactly. And then the thing with this one, even on both ends, the one that was trying to scare you was not really trying to attack you. They were just just plain ghost, I guess. And the one that was trying to guide you was more trying to scare you than guide you. I it's just because it felt like she was attacking her at some points. Okay, this is okay. I have a weird, I have a weird grievance with this movie, and I, I noticed it. I'm going to vocalize it right now because I feel like I need to. This was bothering me. Okay, so the movie is about these rich kids, and it almost looks like that's like a gr- like a house in Great Britain or something like that, right? It did not look like a like a mansion in the states. It looks like a mansion. It was like upstate New York mansion. You think so? Because like, it kind of looked like something out of Britain or somewhere, right? right? No, yeah. Either but, way, it's old, like turn of the century type stuff, right? Yeah. Like eighteen hundreds colonial type rich, whatever, yeah. right? Why the hell was there so much Japanese stuff in the movie? Yeah. Like, is that weird to me? Like, and it wasn't that's, like, like maybe if that was a overall critique of the movie, that was no, that was literally they had like very colonial furniture. Yeah, and they had like a like dragon, dragons on the blankets, like, and, or or the <laughs> or the Stonehenge outside was like, uh, like uh, the dragons or the there was like paintings like oh it's like it's like a a boat sailing across the sea yeah like very old world uh you know world war one colonials and stuff like that and all of a sudden like you said you had a buddha somewhere i'm like what is this (laughs) is this all part of the same house did you guys hire like a weird decorator at one point it's like like, this is weird and i know it's a weird thing to gripe about it just it just no you know what's funny that now that you mention it i was i was talking to myself when i was watching i'm like why is it there like, because a lot of a lot of times when I'm watching movies more re- now, I'm like everything in the movie or anything that is showing has a reasoning. Yeah. And then uh, there was a lot of uh, scenes that was just showing the the aesthetics of the house or whatever they had any fixtures. And there was a lot of like or like like Asian influence ornaments or set designs. And I'm like, it doesn't go along with. Anything, anything in else in there and the thing is i i know like it's not because i i learned this and i, I was watching a document like that i told you about this i was watching a doc- documentary on the freddy movies right and this is they were talking about movies from like 20 30 years ago whatever right even those movies had set designers and planners that means everything in the scene was meticulously brought and put into that scene it was there was no where they just walked into a random room and shot from there Everything in every scene is meticulously thought out, but it, like somebody had the forethought, put that in there in the scene. Yeah. So that means that all that that drag and stuff like that was thought about. Now, it reminds me of something that I we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was the 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 Chinese influence on on 
on media. Like, you know, like sometimes we cater our movies for audience in China. Oh, we we change stories or. Yeah, which I'm wondering oh, if oh, that was to, their attempt I guess? to go alongside with their, um, I guess, restrictions. Because yeah. I know that, that there's some countries that have certain restrictions. You can't show certain things. And I know a lot of uh, box, large box office movies. They'll have different cuts that'll go that would meet that those respond re- better that, to that yeah, audience, yeah. not respond better, but meet the requirements well, to be able to be viewed because it no, could be because a, also it's also to to meet because to you know cater what? to them, yeah, yeah. Because what was it? Uh, I um the the uh, mm. Infinity War. Well, Infinity. I War, mean, Endgame. Endgame. Where supposedly they had an extra scene where Tony goes to surgery, uh, and the doctor was of that culture, um. I'm, they said that that was that didn't exist here. That only existed for that audience. Um, and then also there was a, I was reading an article about there was an actor. Um, he makes a lot of action movies. Uh, I forgot his name, but he did. Um, all I was saying because he's so popular in China, like a lot of American movies try to recruit him. He just says no because he knows a lot of times they try to recruit him just because of his influence back in his home country. Yeah. So they try they try to basically cater the movie to that audience by just. Uh, by hiring him. him exactly so it, it's interesting stuff like that but i just i felt like that really that's a weird way to do it yeah. like i don't think the people over there would be like care what the blankets and stuff are so i again i felt like it was done for like no reason like i don't know i couldn't figure it out it was just a weird thing to think about and watch but every time she would roll up on the blanket i just saw the dragon i'm like why is there a dragon there <laughs> Why does she have dragons? But is this her blankets from home? Why does she have dragons? Like, <laughs> yeah. And the movie and, was set in the nineties. Yeah, I guess. And I thought that when I first started, I thought that was an interesting thing to it because I thought maybe, oh well, they're probably doing that because you know the the the, the there is a curse in scary movies now where the problem with movies set in modern time, phones basically can explain away a lot of problems. Like you know. Why don't you call for help? Like, you have yeah. a cell phone, stuff like that. So I thought that was going to be something about it where why did you just... They said in the 90s, so that cell phone wasn't a, a plot device that couldn't hurt the movie. But I felt like there was nothing in the movie that would warrant that that would be a, pl- a problem. Yeah, like it would be an issue. Like, there was no scene where she was, oh, my God, I wish I could take a picture of this or film this or record this or call somebody. Like, there was no scenes like that. So, again, the plot device really wouldn't merit it being said in the 90s that i i noticed i don't know yeah so uh, you ready for the nikki's i already know what I'll, I'll go first i'll give it a point five. why would you even give it a five a point five why would you give it a point five? Point five nikki's that's good no no like i just like no it, I don't, it doesn't even warrant, warrant a one it doesn't deserve a one for me i don't i'll say point five i don't know i don't want to give a movie less than one that's what we have the Nikki's for. Yeah, but less you have, than you have, one. You have the ability, no, we don't start you, at zero. You you have the ability to go to five or go to zero. Or oh, zero is like beyond bad. But this is like, all right, 1.5. Give no, it a one. one. Just one. Give it a one. A point five. I'll give it a point five. And it's so, I feel so <laughs> bad because I don't like to ever trash movies like that because I think everybody works hard. They, I think they, this is your first one. I've never. I've always been fair to movies. I know, I, no. I think on, uh, even if it's bad, I think you, like you say, you'll pull something from it just to get 
Because you could get something for every movie. I do. I love pulling something. I, you I can't love pull movies so much. This movie. I love movies so much that there's always something I want to. I like from it. Yeah. Even if it's just the one scene from one actor that does one thing, or, or the way that the, the the design looks, or the the something. Just there was always something that I enjoy, and I really the ending especially just made me mad, like just viscerally just upset and like why did I just waste my time? I just, and the, the rest of the movie was just okay. So that's what bothers me about the movie. Is but if that last five minutes didn't exist, I probably would have given it two and a half stars, maybe yeah. two. But because it does, the the ending was just so infuriating, I have to give it a one. All right, guys. So Nick gives it a one, and I give it a point five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right, guys. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll talk about a few things happening in Central Florida. All right, guys. Be right back. Hey guys and welcome back nick let's talk about some events happening there's only like two or three events happening going on this week where am i going what's going on so uh vault 5421 which is the bar inside of gods and monsters is having a uh because birds of prey is coming out next week they're having mm-hmm. a birds of prey party so they're going to be screening um suicide squad and uh, i think they have a special going on so if you come in at a dc related cosplayer uh, they either give you a shot for free or a soda for free after your first purchase, your first drink purchase. I'm going to go in a suit and just tell myself I'm Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> just like nothing. No, no, no effort. No effort. No, no I'm effort. a pedestrian in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then another one is uh, we saw this is a, a, he's an experimental hip hop and indie pop rapper singer. Uh, Maglo. Okay. Which we saw at, um, we saw him at um, Orlando Overdrive okay. uh, last year. So he's having a session at the Melrose. So it's called Melrose in the Mix. So you're gonna, it's a, it starts at three on Saturday, and you're able to um, actually watch him make music. Like his, I guess he's gonna. Was he recording just? Cause, yeah, because Melrose, so Melrose is, is the Orlando Library in downtown. And they have a whole recording studio there, so you. Oh, that's what that's where Melrose is. Yeah, Melrose Center. So he's just inviting people to just hang out and just watch him. Probably ask questions and. Interesting. Uh, I know he's up and coming. He's getting a lot of traction okay. for his music, uh, and yeah, he's he's a really cool guy, really cool cat. Yeah, so as a, I might go and just watch him, just make music. Just just I love the idea of watching somebody create something from nothing. Mm-hmm. And just think, seeing the thought process that they go through. So if as long as he doesn't come through writer's block, that would just be not writer's block, but even making music. Like, what is what is his idea? What did what's he? What's the feel? process? What's the pro- not only the process, but like what? Not the process of like, oh, I'm gonna put the bass here, the drums here, the snare. But I'm like today, I'm feeling something more, uh, like Miami in the '90s. Like, so it's gonna be a lot of hi hat or. I don't know what kind of feel. I was like, oh, I'm feeling more mm. like Southern blues with a with a like a splash of '90s hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I want to see what thought I because he likes to experiment with different types of sounds. Mm-hmm. He comes across a little bit like a Childish Gambino to me when we saw him perform. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I like that sound. For me, I personally like that type of sound, 
And I want to see what is his thought process in making music. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the same way. Like I like going to um, Indie Monocon when they when I meet indie developers. I'm like, what is your thought process of making a video game? I think it's always it always feels like when it comes to creating something like that, it's always like a simple, simple thing, either simple base or simple yeah, beat. and you build from that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's probably what you're going to end up with, where he probably comes in the studio with an idea. Of what he wants to create. Exactly. That and then tries different things to create it, to build creates of it, it, and then builds up to it to where it works for the whole song. Yeah, it's almost like how we do with photography. We take a base photo and then build everything around it. Well, the base idea, and then we yeah. figure out the lighting and the setup and everything else around it. Yeah, so those are the two major events going on. Uh, but as always, there's going to be, I think, I'm trying to remember where it was at. I know there, there's going to be the office. I know there's two events having the office trivia night. So I don't know if you want to go to that. I do you think that we can compete? Do you think we could win? I think we could win. I, I I feel like we watched The Office enough. And How many repeated. times are you at? I feel like I'm at like 12. Oh, I'm at 20 something. 20 plus. <laughs> I watched the whole season. So yeah, it's at. Oh, well, you know what? It's happening now, I think. Yeah, it's happening right now. At the red light, red light. In the milk district. Is the Office trivia. If we could create, If you could create a little raffle, right? Like, a, okay, like. Create a question that you think it was not necessarily impossible because that's the thing about the internet. It, it's hard you to say find it exactly, but if but you that's, that that if was the one that we I showed question. you, you and uh, Val last night. Okay, was uh, when I was like, it wasn't a trivia question, but it was something that nobody. I don't know if I noticed it because watching it now was guys. All right, so season one, episode one. And I learned this, and the funny enough is I learned it from another podcast from the uh, Office Ladies, which is uh, Gina Fisher and Angela. They Angela and Pam have their own Office yeah. podcast, and every episode is one episode. And I was listening to the first episode, uh, the first season, episode one pilot, and they were like, oh, in nine minutes and 30 seconds, they're going to show a building and zoom into it, and it's going to make it seem, or it is the Office building. Which has never been that office building throughout the rest of the season, so I was like, "No way!" Yeah, I had to step away from my my desk. And I'm like, "I need to look at this," and I was in total shock. So I was like, "This is crazy." It was weird. It didn't even look nothing like the office. Even even the video was like very choppy, like yeah, 19, 1990s clean. VHS it like it took recording it from like uh, uh, America's Most Wanted, like, like movie, VHS like, recording or nineties nineties. Uh, I was a ninety minute like real like like uh, like one of those old like where you know who done it like he's out on the run like, you know, like <laughs> and they just zoom into the house <laughs> building. He's in that building. So <laughs> guys, yeah. So if you're an office fan, look it up. Episode one. Sorry, season one, episode one is a pilot episode, and it hits at nine minutes and thirty seconds. They, you're gonna see a uh, talking head of Dwight, and then is gonna go into a building, and is gonna zoom in, zoom in into like the office section of them continuing the show. But yeah, well, it's funny because you say the office fans. I gotta feel like proud because this person is also like a person, like a huge office fan, and they like did like won like all these awards last night. Billy Eilish. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember her. Like, I watched her. She was supposed to be, like, a huge Uber office fan, which I oh, thought was she, crazy. She, died, she did, like, an office thing with uh, Dwight. Yeah, Dwight went to uh, her Ray house Wilson. and, like, 
asked her all these questions. She was able to answer like almost all of them perfectly. So that's why, like, I feel proud as a fellow office super fan. That but another she won, office like, super fan won awards. Like she won like five. Yeah, five. I heard she won. Like, she took home everything. Yeah, the like, top out awards. of six that she was nominated for, she won five. That's amazing. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. But I'm I. I but what other? Because wait, you had said there was other ones. Like I'm trying to remember what was the other location holding it. Well, no, not just Office, because the thing is, Office, I know because I watch it enough times, but I feel oh. like I want to, there's things that I watch that- Letter other, Kenny. Letter Kenny. That's another one. <sighs> Love that. Like, I, I want to watch it enough that I can quote it like that, like I do The Office and stuff, yeah. but Letter Kenny is definitely one that I feel like I, I use it as a as a te- as a benchmark to, to, see to test it, new people. To, like, have see you seen Letter Kenny? No, like, I, I wouldn't even ask that direct question. I would just be like something like uh, you would say a comment from the movie. I, I say like Pitter Patter and see what. <laughs> see, it was, what are you talking what about? Exactly. Never mind. Don't worry Never about. mind. No, no, get out of here. <laughs> you don't deserve to be in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> I have one for everything. I have. Uh, let me see. So that's my. That's Let's my. Uh, Kenny. Uh, what would be your Doctor Who? No, oh, I was gonna say Doctor Who is what I use to to try to find the girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll reference something from Doctor Who. Like, are you my mommy? And like, they look at me like weird. Like, no. wait, if you tell a girl to be your girlfriend, like, are you no. my mommy? Like, uh, that's not gonna. That's well, not gonna... let me tell you something right now. If that girl's a true Doctor Who fan, she'll laugh. A, a Whovian. She's we Whovian. She'll laugh because she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> if she gets creeped out, they're like, no, <laughs> no, get away, get away. So yeah, so that's that. And then our boys at Juicy, as always. I was having their uh, their three days a week of uh, local events at Buffalo Wild Wings and Ready Game Begin nice. on Thursdays. Is all fighting game tournaments that they hold. Uh, I'll start posting more of their events so you guys can follow them. But yeah, that's pretty much what we have this week. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on our social media pages: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerd and the City. So, yeah, so let us know. You can also email us at nerdsinthecitypodcast at gmail if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you want us to talk about. We're always glad to hear and open up. We should be starting our Patreon soon. Hopefully, we're just setting that that process going slowly, slowly. I was going to say shortly, but I said slowly, slowly. (laughs) Can I open up my OnlyFans too? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. And as always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week.